Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides. It's my actual job title and last name, which is part of the reason why the mathematical model that I've built to predict various sports outcomes is officially known as Sideline. Know more about the model during the course of this episode, set to cover the five best college basketball games and one off the wall game scheduled to be played on Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. In case you're here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pigswithprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. See the Google Sheet link in the show description for sidelines projections on every single game. Remember, this show covers the picks on the best games for the best picks on all games. Sign up on Patreon or Blackbook Sports. There are different packages and price ranges based on your needs. Remember that sports are unpredictable. So the discussion on this show is predicting a typical game and not trying to forecast it to a T as that would be a foolish and impossible goal. Take a long-term view around here and don't get distracted when a team either can't hit or can't miss from three. As those things balance out in the long run and are hard to foresee before they happen. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, welcome back. A uh, little vacation time for you. Uh, I, I'm sure the viewers missed having you around. I, I miss having you around because I feel like without you, I spend like – two minutes on a game and I'm like, I don't know what else to say. This is where Jake would say something useful. And instead I'm just like, that's it. We're moving on to the next one now. Yeah, we, you did well. I was keeping up while I was gone. We were doing the whole wedding bachelor party stuff out there in Arizona. Went to the waste management open. So that was a fun, fun experiment. Yeah, it's always fun to, to check stuff out like that. Uh, so we've had some uh, people commenting and some discussion. Uh, people were concerned. They said that, you know, we never disagree with each other. And, and I told people in the comments, I said, you know, we do sometimes. Sometimes we talk each other into things. Sometimes I come up and I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. And you talk me into something or, or vice versa. Or sometimes we just disagree. We just say we're not going to cover that game. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach here for the, for the next few weeks. Just see how it goes. If y'all hate it, you think it's confusing, let us know. We, we, we appreciate the feedback. We want to make the best quality show, give you the most information. Uh, we're just going to cover the best games, and I'm just going to give you my plays, and, and Jake's going to, you know, agree or not agree or do whatever. And so we're not going to avoid those games we disagree on. So we might disagree. We might not. I have no idea. I have zero idea what Jake's going to say. Um, hopefully it's it's – so I, said, I, didn't look, I didn't look at your picks beforehand, so this was all going to be new when they came up on the screen for me. Wait, it, yeah, this is completely unedited, unfiltered. Who the heck knows what's going to happen? Hopefully, we still keep it uh, PG rated in case there's kids in the room, you know. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like I said, let us know what you like. We're always looking for good feedback. We just want to provide the, the, the most information and best entertainment possible. So, uh, before we get that, though, uh, before we get to that, though, some reminders. Uh, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or follow. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you'll miss any of the college basketball, MLB or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. There are a lot of great benefits over there above and beyond what happens here. For $3 a month, you can get the play of the day each and every day on larger slate days, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. I give you maybe three, four, five plays that I really like. For another $2 a month, you get all of the model picks, all those A-grade plays, and access to the Discord chat group, which is a lot of fun, and the best place to get questions answered about these or other games or other sports. And for $5 more a month, you get ad-free shows and immediate access to every recommended pick. Go to www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor for more details. But even if you're not there, we're still thrilled to have you here. Let's get to it. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. We're starting off 7 p.m. Eastern, NC State at Syracuse. It's a pick'em. I am taking the Wolfpack on the road. Uh, 
of the five best games we're going to talk about, they are all really tight contest. It, it should be really good for watching. Um, the, the model says NC State minus 0.9 says they win 51% of the time. So this is a tiny edge if one exists at all. Bottom line is both these teams have been playing a little bit better than expected over the last month, but I just think the Wolfpack are the better team by more than the home court advantage. I am giving this, the Orangemen three and a half points for home court. They just haven't seemed to been able to get over the hump against these really good teams. They lose close. If I was getting four or five, six points, I'd be all over Syracuse. But at a pick them, I just like this NC State team a lot. I think they're a little bit undervalued. I think they should be favored by one and a half, two, two and a half, somewhere in that ballpark. So I'm going to take them to the pick them. Uh, total on this one is 149. The model says 148.9. So it's a straight pass for me on the total. No lean whatsoever in any direction. Just going to stick with the Wolfpack on the road. Chick, what do you think? Yeah, like I agree with you here. I really like this NC State team. I think I thought this should have been like two, like NC State favored two or something like that. When I saw it was a pick, I jumped all over that. Um, they're I know they let us down last time we had them on here. We had them going into that Virginia game, but I think I think they get it done tonight. They do a really good job of countering what Syracuse likes to do. Um, they don't turn the ball over. They play defense to chase them off the three point arc. Syracuse wants to shoot a lot of threes, so they're everything they do kind of counters what Syracuse wants to do. And then on the offensive end, you. You've got a the NC State. Normally, I don't like ISO teams because it puts a lot of pressure on somebody. But when you're going against the zone, that's not as bad as a man-to-man matchup because uh, NC State doesn't like to share the ball because they've got an all-star on that team and Smith. That so you just want him with the ball in his hands most of the time. Uh, it's Syracuse defense that's really let them down. I mean, we've talked about the zone not not being able to re- rebound. Their offense is very solid, uh, not great, but not bad. Just very solid. It's just their defense really keeps them down. Uh, they're really close to last in offensive rebounding percentage, and they're ranked la- dead last in assist to field goal made percentage for their opponents. And I think those things kind of go hand in hand. Like this isn't as big of like kryptonite game like Villanova and uh, St. John's or any of those like that, but I think it's just enough to get NC State the win on the road. Yeah, I think they can get it done here. Um, we've backed NC State a lot. They've won more than they haven't against the spread this year, not by a huge margin. Um, But they're kind of like you mentioned, I think an interesting team to watch because the matchup of how they play is is a little bit different and how that shows up against other teams. Maybe they have a little bit more or less of an edge uh, than just the raw numbers would say. Um, Another game, you think the road team should be slightly favored, and they are. Illinois is a two and a half point favorite. Oh, I'm going to grab the two and a half with the Lions here. I think anything can happen in this game. Model says Illinois by 0.7. So it's just a, a lean towards Penn State and getting points. I think that Illinois is the better team. I think that just comparing it to the previous game, and honestly, I think we could compare all five of these games to each other because they all have some similarities. I think that NC State is the better team by a decent amount more than Syracuse. On this one, I think Illinois is the better team. Not by a ton, though, over Penn State. And I think Penn State at home can hang in there. Allen, at Illinois, a different story. But I think at home, I think they can hang around. They play really slow, a different style of basketball, really, than Illinois likes to play. And I think that gives them – I think 
they can do that better at home on the road. They get taken out of their game a lot. I don't think they play as well, but like many teams, they play much better at home. Um, I just think they can hang around. I'm going to take the two and a half points with them. Totals 142 models is 142.1. These Tuesday totals so far pretty spot on on these games. Uh, Jake, what do you have in this one? Yeah, like this is where I disagree. Like Penn State 2023 has not been great to them. They've won three games since the calendar flipped over. Um, in conference, their defense has just fallen off a cliff. Uh, I mean, they ranked a last, last or close to last in almost every metric in the Big Ten from defensive standpoint. Um, their offensive efficiencies even dropped off. They're very much a jump shooting team. Their defensive efficiency dropped down to the point where they're ranking with like Stonehill and Chattanooga, like just teams that aren't are not anywhere near where they need to be in this big 10 league uh they still they're i mean they're a great shooting team but you know live by the sword die by the sword kind of thing that's they're going to run into a lot of issues on that illinois has a very very good defense and i think it's going to make them really hard because they penn state does not rebound the ball part of that is design uh especially on the offensive end where they just set their defense up try to yeah, slow yeah. you down because they they're not a very deep team either uh illinois Playing better, They're, they've lost. They've got three losses in 2023, um, and all those were to very good teams. Like you've got Northwestern, who just beat Purdue, uh, Indiana, and Iowa. Like those are three pretty good teams. Two of those on the road. I think the Indiana one was at home. Uh, they're really, really good at guarding inside the arc. Not so much around the three-point arc, uh, but so I think they're going to chase Penn State inside the arc, make them shape, shoot tough, consistent jump shots and that's not going to go well for them all night especially when they're not rebounding and with the number as low as this i think illinois gets it done i i just have to comment that you said that northwestern was a good team and i, I know they just beat purdue and I, they're looking better but i still just it's just i hear that i'm like i can't it's hard to accept those words like i, I want them to be good i do but it just feels wrong to hear those words you know you know, it's hard after the, especially the way they started this year, but they've mm -hmm. figured something out here in conference play and they, they're really making some noise. I, I wouldn't want to see them any, any right now, the way they're playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Obviously, especially after what they just did to Purdue, uh, who uh, Purdue was the, the only team in the country left maybe now i don't know that didn't have a bad loss everybody else has a loss that's really makes you shake your head question or whatever Purdue's losses were both very explainable understandable you know that you know maybe this one is maybe not i don't know but you got to kind of say that Purdue's one of the top for sure one of the top four teams in the country based off of that and uh so yeah northwestern obviously with a huge win there uh the last thing i'll say about this game and again i'm gonna say it to all of them is i feel like all five road teams aren't gonna win and cover and so i also look at this as kind of a one of these road teams is gonna do it i mean one of these home teams is gonna do it and so i had to pick my spots as to which one it is so i'm kind of on penn state for that reason just because I think we're we see in these Tuesday games all these really tight contests. We're going to see some, you know, some cannibalization from these conferences. These teams knocking each other off, right? And I'm not saying that 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 that's why Penn State will win. I'm just thinking it's going to happen somewhere, and I don't know where. Maybe it's Syracuse. Maybe we completely missed on that one. Um, and as we talked about at the top, right? Who knows? Who anybody can get hot. Anybody can go cold. Anything can happen. But we're going to see some home upsets here. And and this is where I'm calling. I'm taking my shot here at thinking Penn State can pull off the home upset. Who knows if it's that one, the previous one, one of the next ones. Uh, again, what I'm saying for one game. I'll applies to all of them which is just a whole hilarious how it works usually we've got a game that's minus six and a minus eight and a minus tw you know all of these really tight um again it should be a great night one more here for you at the 7 p.m easter slot creighton and providence gonna take my chance with another plus two and a half with the home team here 
Another game at the model says basically 51% for the road team says Creighton on average wins by 0.4 points. Creighton has been a buzzsaw. Absolutely. I hate going against them. I just think Providence at home, they just play in tight contest. Give me two and a half points when I don't know what's going to happen. Creighton looked fantastic to start off that game against UConn. I'm still not a real believer in UConn after Saturday. UConn played pretty well. Creighton looked great to start, but I, I just I could be completely off on this. My perception is had Creighton played that whole game like they played the first eight-ish minutes and they had beaten UConn by 20, I would have said, yes, they're absolutely going to be able to go on the road and win this game handily. But the fact that they let UConn – they were at home. And the fact that they, UConn hang around, UConn was in that game. And again, UConn's a good team, but so is Providence, right? And that's kind of the thing too. And, and also that was – you know now we're at Providence. Like I just think – that was a game when Creighton got up, had the huge home crowd behind them, and they couldn't put UConn away. So I don't really have a lot of faith they can do it at Providence. You'll have a great home crowd there um, tonight for this one as well. Don't know if that plays out like that. I'm just going to take the two and a half points. And yet again, what I think is another coin toss game. Total in this one is 140.5. Model says 140.9. I do make these totals before a single book comes out with them. Our early access members on Patreon get these in the morning. And so I'm not I'm not just making my total what they are. These totals just have aligned really well. So no totalings at all in these first three games. That's going to change for our last two, though. I'm going to give you a total link. But on this one, I'm just thinking with Providence plus two and a half. I think any can happen the home team's got a chance uh creighton's been really good i just think they're gonna have a hard time really putting providence away jake what do you think yeah i'm with you here look creighton buzzsaw playing extremely well right now but i think we started to see them slip at home in connecticut so i'm, I'm gonna take the plus points here it's just i'm not very excited about it i don't like it <laughs> Hate every second it, of it, but it's think, one of those like you want plus three to get the push yeah. on the three you want three and a half to get you want you're like can i get can i get you an extra half point just to make me feel a little bit better you know yeah and it's man this really makes me nervous because these two teams are just very good teams uh they're both excellent free throw shooting to or creates an excellent free throw shooting team and they get to the line a lot um and providence really needs the free throws they shoot very very well um and Creighton does not foul, and so that makes me nervous. So I think, I'm hoping a few more of those calls go Providence's way since it's in Providence, uh, but it makes me very nervous. But I think Creighton's going to slip up here. They're, they've just got too many things going right for too long. Teams don't do that forever. So I'm just trying to pick a spot here, and I think Providence is the team to kind of get, get Creighton. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. It's It's not so much that they're due for a loss as much as it is it's really hard to sustain that level of play for so long. And again, like I said, we kind of saw it a little bit Saturday. The way they were playing, I was confident when they got up, you know, 10 points in the first whatever, like eight-ish minutes. The way they've been playing, I thought, man, they're going to destroy UConn here. And and again, to UConn's credit, uh, UConn's a good team. It's just that was the spot to put the team away at home, and Creighton couldn't do it. makes me just a little bit nervous that they can do it on the road. Again, they're a really good team. Providence a really good team. It should be a great contest. Uh, feels like anything can happen. So it's one of those plus points, plus money. Money line makes a lot of sense. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, Kansas State at Oklahoma. Another pick em, Another game that the model says should be tight. 
I've got the Wildcats minus one in this one, according to sideline. So this was going to be a blowout compared to the other ones with what the model thinks on this one. Thinks they went on average by a whole point. Uh, I'm going to take the road Wildcats here. I just don't like this Oklahoma team. I think they're a little bit overvalued based off of that Alabama win, which was really incredible. But in, And you've seen what Alabama's done since then. I think that was just a wonky game. Alabama just didn't hit. OU just did. Early time slot. Who the heck knows? I just don't think Oklahoma is that good. Again, as I mentioned uh, recently with them, even with that massive overperformance against Alabama, they've still on average underperformed by a lot because they just haven't been that good. I think Kansas State can go on the road and get the win here. They're coming off a loss in Lubbock, so it's not a must win for Kansas State, but I mean, it's a game they really need to win. I mean, you really want to try to stay in the top you know, half of the Big 12 standings based off the way um, that, that all those seeds are going to work out, especially in the conference tournament, you know, they, they, they want the win. They need the win in order to, you know, kind of keep pace with some of these other teams. And, and again, not, they don't want to fall to sixth. And that's kind of where they're heading if they, you know, if you're losing that tech and losing in Oklahoma. So a big game for them. I think they can come out and get the job done. Again, I just don't think OU's that good. Total is 142. The model says 138.6. So the model would lean under. I would agree with that. It's been slightly underestimating Oklahoma on points in the last month, but pretty spot on with Kansas State. So maybe it should be 139, but I really think that about 140 makes sense for this game. So 142, I think you're getting a little bit of value on the under. I'm just not sure there's going to be that many points because OU plays such a slow style of game. They, they really are going to want to slow it down knowing that they can't let Kansas State get things going. Kansas State also plays a really good defense. And so I think with OU slowing it down, also those struggling to store, score against a pretty good Kansas State defense, I think points will be at a premium here. I kind of lean under, but I really like laying – or like the zero, I guess I should say, with Kansas State just taking them to win the game on the road. Jake, what do you got? Yeah, I'm with you here. This will be a fun game to watch. The different styles are going to make it very interesting. And both teams slipping, they really want this win because with the with the league like the Big 12, you're you're pretty much in the tournament, and then you, these games are going to decide where your seat where your seat is if you're in the play-in games or not. Depending on where you finish in the Big 12, it could be really big. And like with Oklahoma on this four game losing streak and all of them by at least 10 points, I just don't, I think they are falling a lot faster than Kansas State is. Um, I mean, Kansas State lost three of their last four and the, the only win being a hobbled TCU team. So neither team is very exciting right now, but speeding up, speeding up this Oklahoma team in Norman has been tough and they've shown like the Alabama game and a couple other games, they can score points when they need to, but I, I just don't think they've got it right now. Uh, Oklahoma's got a turnover issue that is absolutely murdering them. Um, take, and Kansas State will take all the advantage of that. Oklahoma is like in the bottom six in score, additional scoring chances created. That's a very big negative. It's a negative like almost six, negative 5.8, I think is the actual number. Um, and they're all the year. And then in the last three games, they're at negative eight chances. So they are giving the other team almost 16 points a game uh, right now just on – just because they're not good at holding on to the ball. Uh, Keontae Johnson is going to be a big problem for him, big guy that can step out, very athletic, handle the ball, uh, shoot. They're going to rebound well. Uh, Kansas State also gets to the foul line with the best of them, and they hit it at a very high percentage. I think Kansas State's defense is actually way ahead of their offense, and that's really going to make Oklahoma's life really hard because they struggle to score, and Kansas State wins this game fairly easy. Yeah, I would agree with that. And you talk about the team slipping of late, but I mean, I, I think the ones at least a little explainable, Kansas State, again, 
the the loss in Lubbock, it's a tough place to play. And, and as I mentioned on your show, maybe Tex, maybe getting it together a little bit. Um, not a great loss for, by any stretch of the imagination, but at least a little excusable. Uh, like you said, they destroyed a, a shorthanded TCU team. Um, they got the job done by 21. Uh, they lost at Kansas, no shame in that. And they lost to Texas in that home game that they played really well in the first half. It, it, it's more explainable losses to better teams. Whereas, like I said, Oklahoma just hasn't looked competitive. And I, I don't see things getting any, any easier for Oklahoma. So it's it's uh, Kansas State at least – and, and Maybe I'm wrong, right? You never know what's going to happen in one game. But I'm looking at this like Kansas State has at least a little bit of a – those are kind of explainable. Let's This is a get-right game. Let's get the – and we can kind of excuse some of that. They're still on the right direction, you know. Um, turning it around here, whereas Oklahoma, I'm just – I feel like it's a little bit too far gone with the way they've been playing. It's just like you said, not, not going well for them here um, in February. And I don't see it getting much easier either. So we like the Wildcats in that one. Last game uh, – just flipping the states on this one. We're going Kansas at Oklahoma State. I'm going to lay the two with Kansas. Again, y'all know I've faded Kansas a lot this year, but five and two back in Kansas, 12 and six fading them. So we've done really well zigging and zagging with the Jayhawks. Oklahoma State's played pretty well here this last couple of games, but they're doing it without what I would have said is their best player. I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors, and I think they're going to get exposed here against a, a Kansas team. I think that can handle that situation. I'm just not buying it um, the way they, that Oklahoma State's been playing lately. If they win this one, I will completely eat those words and say, who needs your best player? They're totally fine without them, but I just don't think that's the case. I think they're going to really struggle here. I think Kansas is the better team. Completely healthy Oklahoma State. I think this should be a pick them great contest but i i just think that injury matters more than people are thinking because again it hasn't seemed to matter here but i think it does and so i like kansas minus two here total is 138 models is 134 so another game that i like the under in there should be plenty of tempo but these are two of the top three defenses in the big 12 uh, according to uh ken palm these two and iowa state would be the top three so i think there should be a lot of defense here oklahoma state's offense not great at this point. Kansas offense can score, but they're going to have a hard time scoring on the road. I think, again, points will be at a premium here as well. I think this game's going to struggle to get too much into the 130. So I think under 138 would make a lot of sense in this one. Jake, what do you got? Yeah, this I, I don't like what I'm doing here. It's kind of like the Providence game. I, I've been taking Oklahoma State with the points. I, I just, I mean, I think I don't really like this Kansas team, the way they're built right now. They're, they're kind of beat up. They're very thin, and they're not playing – Good basketball relative to their where their standard is. They've got a below average offense and a barely above average de- uh, defense. They're not shooting the ball well. They're not rebounding. A lot of that is due to injury and the size issues they had coming into the year. But they're also fouling a lot and they're giving up a lot more open looks. And I know they just handled Oklahoma, but we just talked about how where we think Oklahoma is just sliding down. Um, I think. I mean, Kansas might be turning it around, and this could be where I look dumb because they figured it out in Oklahoma, and now they're just going to come through and wipe out Oklahoma State. But I think Oklahoma State's defense is just otherworldly good, and it will be good enough to keep them. I mean, the key to this Kansas team is slowing down DeWan Harris or uh, making him out of the game, and they've got the talent to do that on defensive end because their offense is brutal. So they really need that defense to step up. and they do do enough job, do enough there to keep in this game. They also in conference play are finally winning the turnover battle, and I think that's going to be a big that's been big for them in this winning streak they're on, and that, I think that's really going to help them. Uh, they, I mean, they played Kansas to a two point loss in Fog Allen. You would think the offense plays better on the road. Uh, 
So I think they stay with them, maybe pull it out, but I don't know. I don't think they win, but I think this is a really, really tight game. Yeah, I think you nailed you nailed it. There. The key to this game is going to be can Kansas score on this Oklahoma State defense? If they can, they're going to run away with this. It's going to be a ten point victory. If they can't, Oklahoma State's got a real good chance to pull it off. Um, it, it, I think that the uh, no matter what happens here. I feel pretty confident in saying I'm going to do on Saturday, Kansas against Baylor, the opposite of whatever Kansas does here. I really think this is going to be an overreaction spot. Now it might not be right. Kansas might win by three and everyone will just kind of shrug. But if Kansas does win by 10, there's a real good chance people overreact to this. They overreact to that Texas win, the Oklahoma win. And again, an Oklahoma State team that is not 100% right now. Again, no matter what happened the last couple of games, this team I think is worse, obviously without their best player. That's not, rocket science right and so if kids think if kids wins this game huge going into baylor on saturday i think they might be really overvalued we might get a ton of value taking a lot of points with baylor if they lose this game you know i think it might be the other way around it might be a great spot to take kansas then back at home uh where people overreact and just say oh kansas has lost all hope or whatever when again we talk about the home court advantage at some of these big conferences is worth a lot of points same thing here Stillwater's a really tough place to play it's never easy to go in there and get a win no matter how mediocre oklahoma state is it's all always good just when you escape with the victory i would not want to lay a lot of points with kansas for sure if this is up to three and a half i would definitely be on the cowboys at that number i'm only taking kansas because it's a short number one and a half two two and a half i think it's probably a straight pass like i said by the time you get to three three and a half i'd be on the on the pokes just because it's a tough place to play And there's a lot of ways kansas can win a tight ball game yeah yeah do you think like i mean we're not really ever predicting where the line goes but do you think this is one of the ones that it moves because oklahoma state's best player is out and it's the kansas name do you think closer to tip this one gets up to three and a half four i think it's very possible in general yeah you know yeah you never know exactly where a line's going to go and and how it's going to be influenced by the the various players that move move numbers but in general yeah i think i think the, the oklahoma state injury and i think the kansas name could get this out to a point where i would say it actually i would flip and, and be fading kansas because uh it, it, it's definitely it, kansas like this duke's like this north carolina maybe a little bit less so now they they used to be kentucky used to be this year's a different story but where if you're going to bet them you kind of wanted to bet them early because you know kind of two out of three times the number would inflate as it went along so yeah i have no idea by the time people are watching this depending on what time of the day you're watching this it might already be out to three um, yeah. And at that point, it's a, it's a different proposition. Again, I think it should be closer to a pick'em, so I'm hoping it goes down one and a half, one or something at that point. And then I think you're hearing this, and it's it's a lot easier to take Kansas just to win than two. Like I said, two and a half especially is a really tough ask because this could be, like I said, it should be a tight game. I just don't think that Oklahoma State, without their best player, can win a game like this against a team like Kansas. Um, in a tight contest. But again, if I was getting three and a half points, I would say, sure, they can lose by two or three. Who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. That'll take us to overtime. Jake, you're throwing one at us here. 8 p.m. Eastern, Nebraska at Rutgers. You're going to go under 128 and a half. Sideline for the record says 124. You're talking about a really good Rutgers defense. Two teams that don't play very fast whatsoever. Pretty good Nebraska defense. Not bad. Um, and two Decent offenses, but compared to Big Ten standards, not very good. Uh, Jake, why are you on this under 128 and a half? Uh, mainly for what you said. You've got two off. You've got an offensive Rutgers that can put up points, and an offense in, in Nebraska that's really going to struggle to put up points. But you've got two really good defenses. I mean, Rutgers is t- the second in the nation, just unreal. And then yeah. I'm sure at home it's probably even better than 
anything out there. They're like it's just an incredibly hard place to play at the rack. Nebraska not a good team overall. They they really struggle to score. They've got a decent defense. Um, they don't rebound the ball well on the offensive end already. They don't get to the free throw line a lot, and they don't when they do they don't make them. I think they're sitting around with sixty two percent. They shoot like thirty one from three. All those are going to get worse when you're playing against a great defense. Uh, they get a lot of their, they get almost twelve percent of their shots blocked, which is just crazy. Like I don't know what you're doing in the lane, um, not taking smart shots. Uh, they get a lot of steals. It's just not very good on the offensive end for them. And I mean, I, Rutgers could easily pull away and just go to sleep in the second half. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I think they're going to get right around close to 70 and then records are going to really struggle to get anywhere near 60. Uh, so Nebraska. I think we're going to be, Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Nebraska is going to struggle to get anywhere near 60. So I think we're going to be well under this 130 number or 128 and a half. Yeah. If, you, if you're betting over, you got to think it gets into the one thirties, obviously 129, but you got to be thinking one thirties. And I'm like, you know, I have a hard time seeing it. Sideline says 69 to 55. So if you just said 70 to 55, I think that makes sense. I think Rutgers gets around 70. I think Nebraska in the mid fifties, you know, 70 to 60 is kind of the way that this gets over. And it just seems hard. It seems unlikely that Nebraska is going to get to 16. You never know, right? They can get hot, right? They ca- kind of caveat to college basketball, which is per- personally why I like baseball better because you don't have this like at hot as much. I mean, you do have like team, like th- the times that like a team just like goes off and it's like six home runs in a game or something. It's kind of rare. Like in college basketball, the time a team hits like 50% from three and shoots 25 threes, like that's like, you know, five times a day on, on a slow night, right? So uh, you, you never really know what's going to happen there. But just in general, thinking about this Nebraska team, they struggle to score going up against this Rutgers defense. And then on the road, you typically have a little bit harder time scoring. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be a fun night for them offensively. Like maybe they can hang their hat on slowing the game down. That's their chance to hang in there, grind this thing out. They know they're not going to score just holding Rutgers down. And maybe they do. Maybe they hang in there. And at that point, it makes it even uh, a more comfortable under for us because the fact that, um, you know, Nebraska wants to grind it out too. So um, under 128 and a half there, that's your overtime pick for us. Uh, Jake, that's all we've got for the viewer. Any parting words? No, I'm just happy to back back into the groove here, watching some good basketball on this Tuesday night. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. With Hopefully it's a lot of winning here to help you offset those significant other presents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or uh, you know, winning to save up for next year's—I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You can, we can spend this ever we want, right? Uh, if, if you're uh, if, if you're out on a date, you know, you know, you don't have to check your phone for the scores, right? You, you can, you can. This one time, we can wait till you get in the car and then yeah. sneak a peek, you know, when when, yeah. when she's not looking at you, right? When you when you're buckling your seatbelt, you know, you can you can sneak a peek at the scores. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thanks for tuning in this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content provided on the show. It'll drop right into your feed. Be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting tips. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, if you need your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.